0: And it's just a great opportunity to come together as a community to light that candle, but also to see that you're not alone. A lot of women who experience a loss, the grief ebbs and flows, and one common feeling that women have is isolation and that they're alone, and that is not at all it whatsoever.
1: This is something that impacts so many women. Even for me, I suffered a miscarriage with my first pregnancy after the age of 40, And it was a devastating experience. Absolutely. It's one in four, which, and it's not that one in four women. It's one in four
0: pregnancies, which I think is a really important call out because while it might be a miscarriage, it could also be infertility, a stillborn, or even a devastating um, abnormality where a family has to make a difficult decision of termination for medical reasons because their diagnosis is not life-compatible.
1: And Katie, this is something that impacted you as well. Can you share with us your, your personal journey?
0: Absolutely. December of 2019, my husband and I were one of that four statistics. Uh, we had a, a beautiful daughter that was growing inside me, and we found out that she had trisomy 18, which is one of those not life-compatible diagnoses. And everything from her heart to her brain to her intestines, benefits, everything was created and developed incorrectly. And through that grief, uh, feeling isolated, and not to mention going into then COVID-19 um, isolation, I, I I needed a place and I found No Foot Too Small, which is a nonprofit over on the east side of the state. And No Foot Too Small is built on three pillars, celebrating angels, uniting families, and building birthing and bereavement suites. Because so often some of these losses occur inside a hospital, And walking in and knowing that you're going to be walking out empty-handed is one thing, but also for those families that walk in optimistically and are devastated and walking out empty-handed. That's where these birthing and bereavement suites are so powerful. With that, uh, Sioux City, at the time, I was not able to locate a moms group. And I have been bringing the moms group here. We actually have our second in-person meeting coming up on November 2nd at Four Brothers from six to eight. And it's just an opportunity for women to come together, share their stories, say their angel's name, lift up, you know, whatever might be the situation. But at the end of the day, know that you're not alone.
1: Katie, you set up this support group locally. What is next for you and for the organization and the chapter here that you developed in Sioux City? Oh, the, the dream wheels are turning. There's a
0: handful of events that happen on the east side of the state that I definitely want to bring here. Right now, my biggest focus was just getting the moms group going and getting that foundation of supporters. But yes, they there's a beautiful event called Blooms and Butterfly that I would love to put on the future calendar along with maybe just different events, even with fathers, because while... Women definitely carry the compassion, empathy, and impact. This definitely affects fathers too. And showing that united front as families, not to mention for the living children too. I think it's very important for, I have three boys that I am raising and we say Elizabeth's name, and I think it's important for them to know that they have a sister in heaven and what what her diagnosis was because their future wives or, you know, partners could have something unique as well.
1: And Katie, after your devastating loss, can you share with listeners what was next for you and your family?
0: I was very lucky and blessed to have what many refer to as a rainbow baby. So that rainbow after the storm. Uh, His name is Reese. He is seven months old. And I am a firm believer that while I, my daughter's in heaven and watching down on me, this is my opportunity to give her a legacy and purpose and take that grief and turn it into something that is very much needed here in Sioux City.
2: I've built a highway in the sand, where am I going? Can I come back? I've seen a thousand sunsets. I've seen the waves swallow the sea. Winter crawled up to my door and took away those precious things he left. The scenic route towards the coast. You always knew I would. I hate the road. The spawn trees and hiking trails are things that I never thought I'd like. And honestly, these pictures I've been taking don't resemble my.